Welcome to the Momgasm Podcast. Blending motherhood, self-connection, sensuality, and pleasure. Normalizing what it means to be a mother and a sexual being. In today's episode of the Momgasm Podcast, we spoke to our new friend and fellow badass Mama Gemma, Sandra Murphy. Sandra is a naturopathic doctor and has been treating women and mothers for the last 14 years, so she really knows what the fuck she's talking about. We talked about our vaginal microbiome, and don't worry if that sounds really intimidating because prior to this episode, I had no idea what it meant, but apparently sometimes it means using yogurt on your pussy. Besides that, we also talked about the importance of orgasms for pelvic floor health. So sit down and tune in to this absolute juicy episode. My words today—they're just just letters. My words make sentences, just not very cohesive ones. And that's what we're working with tonight. Um, So since Sarah and I forget to do this all the time, uh, I figure why not introduce our voices for a hot moment? Oh my god, we do always forget to do that. We're like, we're like, I think we think that we're like a well-seasoned podcast I know been going we're for a really thousand not. years everybody knows we're little who we babies are. uh we're just egocentric <laughs> maniacs is what I'm saying uh but yeah so I'm Lindsay Amla I'm Sarah Cresswell badass bitch and putting that in there okay <laughs> okay uh I can't follow that and uh our special guest for the night and this voice is Sandra Murphy Woo! um and you, you brought us some, like, pussy juice, which is really exciting. Can you tell us about the pussy juice you before we get started? You actually through your pussy. I can't. I actually brought you a, um, it's a pre-made kind of herbal cocktail from one of my favorite herbal companies. It's Perfect Herbs in Toronto, which is actually started by a naturopathic doctor, and he gets other naturopathic doctors to grow the herbs for him. That's really cool. Super, super Shit. cool. They grow the herbs, their own garden, their own farms, and then, of course, they get their tinctures for free. But he's formulated this lover's cocktail, he calls it, with um, a bunch of different herbs together, and it's recommended to have it kind of over on rocks or with some soda water. Um, just to, you know, helps to get in the mood a little bit. So I thought we could uh, also- sip on it while we're <laughs> discussing. <laughs> Various medical topics, right? Okay, so my my first question for you, mm-hmm. uh, which would be, what the fuck is a naturopathic doctor? Yeah, that's a good question, right? Yeah. It is. <laughs> and about seventeen years ago, when I was all bright eyed and going off to naturopathic school, and people would say, "Oh, you're leaving?" I was in this, you know, pretty cushy laboratory research job. I'm like, yes, I'm going to be a naturopath. And they would glaze over because right. they knew psychopath and sociopath. <laughs> and I'm this like, what What are you talking about? Um, come to find out, no, that it's not. <laughs> it, as a naturopathic doctor, you do four years. It's a, I like to say it's medical school, but mm. then the MDs come at me with pitchforks. Well, but, that's like being a whole, registered holistic nutritional consultant. Yeah. I have to say all of that. Yeah. Not not just, oh yeah, I'm a yeah. holistic nutritionist. Because yeah. yeah. then I get the di- dietitians after me. But I did so. do four years, 10 months a year. Yes. 32 hours a week. Right. My ass in a seat. And it wasn't, I had four hours of lecture and then I get 
it's 10 hours of study, which is very common in medical school. Mm. It's because we had to do, you're dissecting the cadaver, you're learning histology, you're doing physiology, anatomy, all the pathology, differential diagnosis, physical exams. You had to do that on top of learning six hours of clinical nutrition every week, traditional Chinese medicine, the botanical medicine, the biochemistry, on, on top of it. Yeah. Um, and even physical medicine, we learn how to do different um, body work techniques, some chiropractic techniques, some physiotherapy techniques. I didn't have any talent for that, so I refer to them for that yeah. now, which is great. We have so many great, good talent in Halifax. Oh, God, we have but, so many amazing, yeah. like, people practicing so many amazing different yeah. things in Halifax. Mm-hmm. Like, we're so fucking lucky here. Halifax is an incredible city. Absolutely. Mm. A lot of talent. Yeah. Um, but basically how I do my little elevator speech is... Um, it's meant to be on your spectrum of health. You have your medical doctor, your medical doctor team, your specialist, your psychiatrist for when things are in that pathological state, we need the interventions, Mm. but then there's a spectrum to things. There's, there's the time where the organ isn't functioning at hundred percent when different systems are requiring something or they're getting too much of something Mm -hmm. and it's in a functional state. There's nothing's going to show up in your blood work. Yeah. There's no x-ray that's going to be like, this is the problem because it's not pathological. I can't see there's a stone. I can't yeah. see that mm-hmm. there's a lymph node enlarged. Yeah. But you can tell me, look, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Look, I can't get out of my own way or I'm dropping things or I've got numbness here, mm-hmm. but it's not showing up on the or MRI. my sex drive is non-existent. My sex drive is, yeah, vaginal dryness. Yeah. Like that's not going to show up on blood work. No. So no. I call it a functional you know, issue. And that's where naturopathic doctors really excel. Yeah. We have a lot of naturopaths that are really specializing in chronic diseases when things are in that very desperate state. Yeah. Um, but in general, if I'm someone just like, I keep getting all these sinus infections, mm. I'm not going to the emergency room. I'd be going to my naturopathic doctor yeah. to figure out the why. So we're obsessed with why. So like <laughs> a great example of this could be like, I have a congenital heart defect. I ain't coming to you for that. I'm going, getting my chest ripped open, doing exactly. a surgery shenanigans because exactly. that's what it needs. Yeah. But yeah. if I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'm dealing with some like late afternoon dizziness that just happens to, to pop up every yeah. once in a while. And it's not re- like ruled out that it's not or related to my heart. even you're going in for your yeah. uh, valve replacement or yes, something. Yes, support. See me before. Let's get your immune system really at yes. the great place. Let's make sure your ferritin, your iron stores are, are perfect, so that uh-huh. you can heal better after. Let's yeah. Let's you're gonna get antibiotics when you're in surgery. Let's yes. deal with the microbiome after things like that. Let's prevent the diarrheal infection, like uh, uh, side effects when you're getting out of the hospital by giving you the right kind mm-hmm. of probiotics. Just mm-hmm. it's it's you can apply naturopathic medicine yes. to any situation. It's just, it's not me or them. Yes. It's, it's another, Us or them. It's, it's another tool it's a team, yeah. in your toolkit. It's another exactly. like person in your corner. Exactly. It's like, it's mm-hmm. the best. Exactly. It's like my, 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 I've got like my, um, RMT and I've got my osteopath exactly. and I've got like, yeah. See, more people should do that. I, I don't do that at all. Like I literally just have a family doctor <laughs> and then that's it. Like I have no, um, not that I don't have any interest, I have no knowledge. That's mm. what it is. That's the biggest obstacle that yeah. people come up to. I, my daughter broke her arm um, almost two years ago now, and we're in the emergency room, and it's 80% it's kids with ear infections. Right. And I'm like, they're miserable. They're under these bright lights. They're in mm. pain to wait four hours for the 
the poor MD who yeah, is, who, the, the tools just aren't there. Like yeah. they're very frustrated too to say, you We're, just give them Tylenol. I can't give you antibiotics. Cause I was going to say they're not viral. doing, I was going to say, yeah. which I'm glad. I'm really glad that they're not totally giving antibiotics responsible. anymore. But this poor mom who just didn't know you could go to a naturopath. Like I could show you a lymphatic drainage technique. Mm. I could tell you about like hot compresses. We could talk about anti-inflammatories. There's topical drops we can put on their ears. Like shit. There's See, so like, much to why? do. I mean, there's a health crisis right now here in Nova Scotia. Thank I you. mean, you're seeing it all over yeah. Facebook. Every day I'm seeing a Thank new you. post about it. Thank you. Why aren't we learning about these? Like, why are we learning about naturopathic doctors? Why aren't we learning about the herbalist that you went and saw? Like, why aren't we, why aren't we saying, the other thing is, is nurses. I mean, today on Facebook, I read about there's, they're trying to pass. Yes. And I, this is the thing. It's just like, we need to, we need to widen our healthcare and we need Mm. to, you know, be curious and be broadening our knowledge about healthcare. Well, this is, this is, this is applicable to everything. And this is like very applicable to like what we talk about every day. Like I have a body. It's my responsibility to get to know my body and all of the different amazing things that it can do. It's also worth it for me to extend that outside of, okay, well, what are all the opportunities and, and things that are available to me to care for this body that I have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Absolutely. like go down the dark alleys and, and like turn over the rocks and look at all yeah. of the options because there's a lot of really great practitioners out there like yourself that are having a harder time reaching the people who need them most. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. interesting you say about get to know my body. Cause I feel like if there was ever like a reunion of Sandra's patients and they all got together and <laughs> I picture what my funeral would be, and they're like, <laughs> I feel like they would be bringing in the pictures that I drew of the various mechanisms of what's going on yes. in their body. Because I'm, I'm, I'm a picture learner. I'm a visual person. Thing. Visual, thank yeah. you. Yeah. And so I do that for them. I'm like, because this is happening, this is happening. And da, 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 I love da, da, that. And I know they all have these scribbles that I've given them over the years, but it's about empowering them. Because naturopathic medicine in general, or any of the kind of holistic medicines and, and modalities you're talking about, they tend to ask a lot of the person. Yes. It's not, okay, take this pill, or I'm going to yes. schedule for a specialist appointment. It's, I need you to, it might be change your diet. It might be, I need you to go to bed before one o'clock in the morning. Like, right? I need you to, yeah. I'm asking a lot of the person. Sometimes it's flipping their whole life around, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, or take this thing three times a day. That sucks. Yeah. Um, so they have to be invested in it. They yeah. have to go, okay, I know I'm doing this. Okay. Yeah. And I know, I understand why I'm doing it. Mm. If I'm just like, okay, just take this and this and this and don't eat dairy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They're not going to do no. it. I'm never going to see them again. No. Because yeah. they're like. She didn't explain anything. Yeah. 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 You were just throwing stuff at well, me. And the thing yeah. is, like, once you have the knowledge behind something, it's so much harder to play the ignorance card. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's like, when and I understand it. when I understand the yeah. role that I have in something that I'm experiencing, mm-hmm. um, or what can be done to get me to alleviate this thing, because um, there are a lot of things that are out of our control in some yeah. sort of... totally. Sort of. Getting there is somewhat out of our hands but getting out of it doesn't have to be is the Mm -hmm. thing and it's like when you fully start to understand that and see that you're like well fuck I actually have to show up and do Mm -hmm. it because Mm -hmm. I realize that I'm in between me and where I want to be yeah right it's why fatigue and depression can be kind of the hardest to get out of because 
you literally don't have the energy or the capacity yeah. or the yep. to do the self-care things yep. that it is requiring of you to get out of it. So that is when sometimes we need mm. to really work as a team yeah. and have, have their your support GP network. And, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I feel like we could fucking talk about like the politics of all of this forever. Just the healthcare and, like, crisis. Right? <laughs> right? Oh, man. Yeah. Um, and it's an important conversation and I want to have it, but we also have so many juicy things that we really want to get yes. into with you. And the group has questions. Uh, well, we've got like, we've, <laughs> got some, we've got some things that yeah. people are like, oh, we need to talk about mm-hmm. this. So, Speaking of, we kind of brought up vaginal dryness. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about hormones for a hot minute. Uh, I, I know. Say nice segue into vaginal dryness, <laughs> but then we segue again. Well, technically, technically, we're coming back to we're it. Coming, we're yeah. coming back yeah. to it because yeah. my, it's all really, we're my, coming all right. <clears throat> we're coming. I wasn't for a while, and that's we're gonna we're get into that. <laughs> It's really hard to segue when, like, the two of you are like, no, let's just keep going. <laughs> Fucking love it. Sorry. It's okay. You don't have to apologize. Um, so hormonal imbalances. I know that this is something that you absolutely yeah. experience, see in every day. your practice, yeah. every single day, in yeah. just in life with people. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the common symptoms that we as women might experience if we have, like, some hormone imbalances going on? Are and I know there's lots. postpartum? Are we, or in general, but I, they are... I know, they're very, they're very vastly different. <laughs> I would say postpartum. Let's say postpartum. We'll, yeah. we, we will be exclusive to the mom category. Since we right are now. postpartum. Right? I mean, we that's are postpartum moms. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing I would look for, um, is she breastfeeding? Is she not breastfeeding? Because mm. um, that would, would change mm. things. Certainly, um, th- we can't go just on periods because it's absolutely normal if it's six weeks it's absolutely normal if it's a year yeah Mm -hmm. before the period returns very much dependent on your genetics how your birth was how much you're breastfeeding Mm. um i happen to be a very lucky like six weeks boom after both i was was like that i was like that after my first and i was i felt ripped off which is funny and now i'm like i would do anything to have had that experience again because i went completely the other side this uh, time yeah it's back now well i felt i felt ripped off because after a c-section right? emergency c-section and you're basically on your period for six weeks yeah and then you get your period oh. <laughs> that's very upsetting <laughs> but anyway. i my yeah. my experience is super similar except for i like i had a vaginal delivery but still i bled for i think I was still spawning at like four weeks and yeah. then my, I, it stopped and I was like, yeah, it stopped. And then I got a period and I was like, what <laughs> the fuck? Later. Yeah, not yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so we can't go by that, but we, we could, um, I would look at hormone uh, or sorry, your emotions, particularly mm. if they seem to be cycling. Um, if you know, you're just a very exhausted mom who's irritable all the time. I mean, that seems normal fair. to me. That's it's fair. fair. Totally fair. Um, if you're having a lot of breast tenderness or mm. if the letdown is, is quite painful with breastfeeding, I might be looking at certain levels. Um, if you're having any um, skin issues can be a big one. Mm. If you or the baby is having acne, I might be looking at excessive hormones for sure. Hmm. Um, definitely if there's any um, inflammation, vaginitis, if even um, the bowels are irregular, mm. if the constipation is still an issue postpartum, 
we might be looking for hormone imbalance. And then, of course, night sweats. Very normal to sweat a lot after you give birth. Oh, That's my normal. God. Can yeah. we talk about postpartum sweat for, like, a hot fucking minute? Nobody yeah. tells you Nobody about it. Nobody tells no. you that mm-hmm. you are going to wake up in a puddle mm-hmm. of your own Changing fluids. the sheets, like, twice a night. Right? It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Particularly if... <laughs> but it's normal. It's totally normal, and especially if you have had to get IV fluids yeah. during your birth. Because um, you basically have to sweat out all those yeah, fluids, right? Yeah, it was right? Right for both of them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that, plus it's just all the water you were holding during pregnancy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Our body has really cool ways of getting rid of Very all of the cool. excess water. Yeah. Like, it's really fascinates me. It fascinates <laughs> me cool. what our bodies can do. But if it's, like, weeks later. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And we're getting night sweats or even like feelings migraines. of flush. What about migraines? Oh yes, thank you. Yeah. Headaches, migraines. That's a big one. I know um, yeah. a good friend of mine. She with both of oh. her boys. Yeah. Vicious, vicious postpartum migraines. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. both times to the point where she was getting like four a week. Right. And I'm right. like, how are you mothering? Like I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand. And hair loss too. Um, yeah. Being quite. Um, of course, totally normal six weeks after. Yeah. But if it's more than kind of just all over, but if it's coming out in clumps or mm. if after, say, the first couple of weeks of the falling out, it doesn't really stop. Yeah. I'm definitely like looking at your hormones yeah. and what's going on. And What about uh, super dry puss? <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Though breastfeeding would, de- you know, well, yeah. kind of enhance that. So this is, this is like my, my kind of experience with the whole like, low libido which yeah. is another one. Oh yes um so with my first like i said i had her period came back right away was horny as fuck like mm. i actually i think i yeah we talked about this i like masturbated a week out from having my baby mm-hmm. just clit stimulation because i wasn't super cray but i like i was so horny yeah so horny yeah like need it yeah it's like god i'm yeah. losing my mind waiting give me the dick yes yeah. seriously though <laughs> but for but don't but yeah but, but don't. Also don't because <laughs> let me a, look at there's it there's a stitch going on <laughs> yeah. and oh some new terrain can be afraid yet still be interested <laughs> but yeah, also yeah. was like need to get off right fucking now but second time around uh period didn't come back right away vagina was super Super, super dry. Yeah. yeah. Prolapse. A uh, little bit of prolapse situation. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Super fun. Super fun. Yeah. And then like, z- like zero libido, like, yeah. no, which is super weird for me. Mm-hmm. And so it was like this where I had the experience beforehand. I yeah. was like, whoa, something's not right. Like this is, this is weird for me. So I was like, let's ride it out. The, let's wait. The higher, like very, um, very turned on kind of early on is not abnormal mm. at all because there's still so many hormones coursing through you. I would say that's very normal. Right. It, but I would be like, oh, that's interesting. You know, no, certainly with the set for your second, definitely pointing to more of a deficient right? kind of picture. I was like, yeah. bye, estrogen. It was nice knowing you. Yeah. You're gone forever. <laughs> but it was really strange. That's what it felt like. That's what it felt like, though. Because it was like, especially where... you had to mourn it again. Right? And especially where it's like my estrogen typically seems to be quite high. It was like, it was like a shocking... Well, your whole system was shocked. Because it's used to a certain level. Right? Yeah. And so it was like this weird, like... You must have had brain fog, can't keep a word, can't keep anything organized. Totally. And it's only been... So I I started seeing um, the herbalist... 
month, month, yeah, month ago now. Yeah. Um, and they made me, they made me a tank shirt. Super great. Um, because things were just not like it just wasn't. Yeah. Coming yeah. back, but it's like t- week after that tincture, I was like, I want to fuck again. <laughs> this is fantastic. Aw, I love so- plants. Right, plants are amazing. Plants are fantastic. Yeah. Um, but it's like it was a huge thing for me, and it's like the more. It's funny. It happened for it happened for like a multitude of reasons, and it's one of those like yeah. it's the, always multifactorial. All, and yeah. all of like the things that we experience, mm-hmm. I firmly believe that we experience them for a reason, and like mm-hmm. they come to teach us all of the things. And and anyway, but it's it's been such a really great reminder for me that you don't have to sit where you are. Mm. You don't always have to stay there longer like when so it's like I got to that point where I was like okay like I'm ready to be proactive ready to be proactive and like have a conversation with some people and see what's going on and say I don't feel like me and that's exactly what I I said I went in I was like I don't feel like me I'm experiencing like super dry in the basement like and just mentally like I'm sexual thoughts and feelings yeah and I was like that's not me I was like it feels like Brain. Oh, that's the other sign. Sorry. Yeah. I'm snapping by the microphone. Mm, okay. It's probably a no-no. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited. I love that you can um, reprimand yourself. <laughs> I'm an oldest child. I can't help it. Very bossy. Um, uh, but uh, change in orgasm, yes. change in sensation, change in ability to orgasm is also this a sign was, of and this hormonal was, imbalance. So this is the other thing. When yeah. my, when, when like, tiny small sparks of my libido started coming back where it was like oh maybe I'm a little bit like to touch my clitoris was like I was like this is like not not painful it was like 20% of what I would normally feel Uh, and I was like the volume was turned down I was like this is really an interesting sensation thankfully because I've we've been doing a lot of talking about is that me fuck rude (laughs) Lindsay (laughs) um we were we've been doing a lot of talking about like um, pleasure for the sake of pleasure instead yeah. of like committed to the orgasm because yeah. that can be a to whole take the other. pressure off, yeah, right? Like yeah. just just being in that space of like being interested mm-hmm. in the experience. So that was really helpful yeah. in that in that regard. But it was just this really strange. I was like, this is different. Mm. Terrain, that would definitely in, be alarming because your clitoris is like one of the most right? sensations. I don't, I don't even know how to word this, but you have highly the, sensitive, yeah, highly sensitive highly parts of your body. Yeah. So then to touch it and for it to not react the way it's normally reacted, fuck yeah, that would be very alarming. Right? I didn't it, know that. You didn't tell me that. Because I save shit for the podcast, shit. girl. God damn. It's been like, how long? Fuck. These are actual reactions <laughs> happening in the moment. <laughs> But this is, this is the thing. And so it's like, I, but I had never at any point had a conversation with anybody being like, oh, these Mm -hmm. are things that you might experience postpartum. And like, this is the point where maybe you want to pro be proactive and go see a naturopath or go see an herbalist or have a conversation with your doctor or whatever. Yeah. 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 Just don't, don't just sit there and be like, I'm fucked. I'm broken. I'm tainted. It's never going to be the same. (laughs) And yeah, yeah, I'm broken. Yeah. Like you can do something about it, yeah. right? Like yeah. you always have the choice. There is always going to be some uh, some avenue that you can take mm. to find the answer. Mm-hmm. And having a broader sense in, in your healthcare 
you know, seeing a naturopath, yeah, that that's maybe yeah. that that's is the answer. I mean, the thing is, like, I'm thinking about my past two pregnancies and postpartum yeah. and like the things that I went through, and yeah, I wish that I had come to see you. And right? now that I, I had now that I know you exist, I'm Aww, like Sandra. Right? I might call you like this <laughs> week, you, next week. I don't know, we girl. Have an we don't my, have a little chatty chat. I'm flocking. I'm flocking. All my babies. <laughs> it, it, it's uh, it's been really amazing the last kind of six or seven years. Like yeah. no advertising usually. Yeah. It's all word of mouth, and it's so funny because it's like you're my my cousin's naturopath or I work with this woman mm-hmm. you saw 10 years ago Gosh, and like it's it's all word of mouth which is so great cuz people will go I think you guys are really going to get along cuz yes. that's the other thing with naturopathic doctors it's I mean it's usually insurance covered but you're it's a pay for service thing yeah. yeah so if if someone doesn't connect with me like, I right. Well, it's like it's that. Bad. I don't have to go back to her. It's right? also like yeah. massage therapist, yeah, or osteopath. You have or to whatever. connect. Like it's I gotta, yeah. yeah. And that's what's great. That's what you don't get from your family doctor. The family doctor sees how many patients a year. If you ha- it's your family doctor since you was a child. Mine is not. Mine has been for they like love you four wow. years. Though I do have a great one. Yeah, Maria Sampson. What up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I still had, I did have a family doctor that I had for years and he was a fantastic human yeah. being, but then he retired. And so for people in my position, maybe don't even have a family doctor, if they're craving like someone, obviously they want healthcare advice, mm-hmm. but they also want, yeah. you know, to be treated as a fucking person mm-hmm. because there have been times that I've gone in and I am just a number. I am just oh, another sure. person on their chart sure. that they're ushering out. They're getting them in, ushering me out. And it's like, Ooh. I take the paper and then that's it. Like, I have a paper for a prescription, not a prescription, a referral to see a pelvic floor therapist. Yeah. And they don't even have the right address on there. Like, that's how much they don't even know me. They don't even know my home address. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck? And it's like, and it's it's in, in me. Sorry, words, fuck. Um... Like, with my family doctor, I've had her since I was a kid. Yeah. And she's amazing. But her quality of care has drastically dropped because of the healthcare crisis. Oh, definitely. Right? So it's like the amount of... forced to see more. The amount of people that she is having to see in the span of a day... It's not what they want either. ...is unreal. And it's like, I go in, and usually we see her at the end of the day, because that's when my husband's off, I don't drive, et cetera, et cetera. Makes sense. Um, It's she's wrecked and I can see that she's wrecked. And so it's like, I'm not getting her level of typical care anymore because she's so wrecked. And so, I mean, this, this kind of spirals into something we're going to talk about in, in a bit where I was, I, yeah. When we get into microbiome, I have, I have something that will circle back into that, but it's, it's just really hard. Um, to, to, to not know, that other women are experiencing what you're experiencing mm-hmm. and that you have options mm-hmm. and, and ways that you can support your body through whatever it's yeah. experiencing. Can I break in there just yeah. to, uh, cause I had this conversation today with the patient. Women are tribal creatures. Yes. We need to, our capacity for caring. It's about like 15, 18 people because it was your aunties and uncles. It was Grammy and grandpa. It was your, your kids, your sister's kids. Like, and this is who I cared about, and I would we made sure we were all fed and da da yeah. da. But you needed to feel like they've got everybody's got my back. Everybody yeah. knows my history. Yeah, I can move. This is I am totally safe environment. 
we were never meant to be isolated. Yes. Which is why postpartum, a lot of it is just because you're in your house with your baby, all by yourself, feeling like I'm the only one who, yep. it hurts when I pee now, or, mm-hmm. oh my God, is, is it ever not going to hurt when I pee, yeah. or why are my boobs so heavy, and does, and I loved your breast one with the veins and yes! scary veins and stuff. <laughs> scary veins. <laughs> scary veins. Um, <laughs> what is this blue roadmap? Whoa. <laughs> roadmap. That's what she called it. Um, and just, just that, um, you know, what's going on with me and I need someone to mm-hmm. say that's yeah. normal and that's okay. Yeah. Cause you're a tribal creature and you mm-hmm. were supposed to have those girlfriends and the sisters and right? the mom is right there and your grandmother's looking at your blue veins cause right? you're, you know, you're a tribal creature. But, right. um, I see that a lot of like, you need your tribe, but you also, you can't care about everything. No, you can't do it all. And we're not meant to do it all. You're we're not, not designed you, to do it all. We're not designed And we're killing ourselves trying to do it all and living in a society that yeah. perpetuates the message that you need to be able to do it all. Oh, and you fuck don't. yeah. Yep. Um, so thank you for bringing that up because that is really important. And it's like, we... Yeah. That was one of the reasons why we started getting together. Right? Exactly. And um, then momgasm was birthed. I know. It was yeah. like, it was hey, all out of this. to bring the greater community together. Yeah. You need to like. It was the need to not feel isolated. Yeah. That's what really prompted us to leave our house. It was like, we are isolated. Mm. We are, both have two children. This is difficult. So let's get the fuck out. And talk and about it. And let's talk about it. Yeah. Well, we didn't even plan on it. It would like literally just went, vroom, sex. I know, right? <laughs> Butt stuff. <laughs> like immediately. Right? And then it just yeah. went from there. And then on the third date, momgasm was born. Yeah. Over Aww. ramen. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mourning the maiden. So here's, right? Here's <laughs> a question. So if I was just like, obviously you're not, I'm not going to be like, give me a full diagnosis right fucking now. Because that would be really shitty of me. But if I was to come in and was experiencing my license. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Sandra's in. Right? Fuck. But if I was somebody who was, obviously I already know the fucking answer to this question. Um, (laughs) Hopefully I do. (laughs) If not, oh, fuck. (laughs) No, so if I was to come in and I was like, experiencing like i don't know vaginal dryness and that like sluggish slow brain not functioning Mm. like zero libido situation Mm -hmm. what would be like your number one thing that i would have to do well first obviously it's going to be situational based on totally 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 and you know are you breastfeeding and are you (laughs) sleeping yeah (laughs) you know yeah what's sleep of course that's huge but you know i always like to just make sure because we do have that kind of medical background. Like, mm. are you just like horribly anemic? Because mm. if we don't have iron, we can't activate our thyroid and it, yeah. uh, thyroid hormone. If we don't have thyroid hormone, you can't make progesterone. You can't make progesterone. You can't, you know, uh, help with the estrogen cycle. Like, it could be something as simple as that. Yeah. Of like, what if you're iron tanked after giving birth and it's just never recovered? Because now breast milk is just sucking every mineral you have yeah. out of you. It could be Shit. something like that, right? Shit, man. Um, so interesting. Before I even get it, I'm like, I want to get my iron tested because <laughs> I had like a really big bleed. That's really interesting. There to me we now. go. That you didn't have with your first. See? Yeah. Well. Oh, okay. When you were pregnant. No, I didn't. Right? Actually, I didn't. Yeah. I actually yeah. ended up calling the paramedics to come because mm. I was super dizzy and I had lost probably about four chucks pads full of blood. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Which I was like. Mm. I, I kind of, I'm a big advocate for every woman to know there are iron stores. It's not about yeah, like, yeah, yeah, are yeah, you yeah. overtly anemic? Mm. I.e. your hemoglobin and your yeah. hemocrite. Very important. 
if that's but that could be normal and i'm using air quotes yeah yeah to the microphone she really is it could be normal <laughs> but if your iron stores are low your body's going to register it as we have no iron because yeah. we have no capacity to bounce back from anything yeah. every time you get like a hit of a viral infection or you don't sleep that night you yeah. need your iron stores to like okay we're going to be all right here we go we're going to boost the metabolism a little bit and if the ferritin is like under 60, you're just not at your optimal self. So I really encourage women like, your doctor might say you're normal, air quotes again. Yeah, there's a you're lot normal. of that though. But I want you to like, what is my ferritin number? And if it's under 60, we need to be looking at that closer. Um, I also really want women to know their B12 levels. Yes. The, it's one of those ridiculous reference ranges that when they set it, they included like 70 year old men and mm. you know, twelve-year-old boys probably well, at the same. Well, this is also the fucking right? stupid the thing. The bell curve like, is stupid. We're not. Yeah. Like the whole growth fucking chart gets me on a whole other thing with kids. Where I'm like, who woke up and was like, this is okay. We're gonna use yeah. Billy as our fucking ideal person, and yeah. this is what everybody needs to be. Well, any well baby check, if my child was four percent for weight right Alexis but she's was 50 percent for height yeah. she's, she's long and lean and you know yeah. what she's nine years old and she's still long and lean mm-hmm. yeah. nothing wrong with that but she stayed at her two percent yeah it's 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 just if they they suddenly are off their curve yes yeah. it's right? find yeah. it's like yeah. find where your happy medium is and it's like if you yeah. deviate from that yeah. then we have a problem yeah if it's if it suddenly changes right? that's when i worry and blame yeah. billy fucking billy fucking billy <laughs> that roly poly billy um <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's that's really interesting because i i never in a million years would have thought iron ever like it's so not one of those things which is i'm like I'm even gonna mood. Be, even I'm gonna mood. fucking show up it's, in your goddamn office and be like, help me! <laughs> I should have checked my iron! <laughs> or things like, like sleep. Yeah. Sleep can be related to vitamin D. We live yeah, in Canada. We, if we're having our babies in the fall. Mm. And um, sometimes actually that helps because then the breastfeeding moms or, or, or any mom really, you're giving your baby vitamin D drop, they might do a couple. Mm. And that actually can help us. But if you don't have vitamin D... You can't regulate how, what's a better word, but like paralyzed you get when you're dreaming. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's vitamin D that like regulates that it doesn't go, it's Goldilocks situation. If you have too much paralysis, that's snoring. That's when people kind of stop breathing and stuff because they, the back of their palate par- over paralyzes. But if you're under paralyzed, that's the people who kind of like, they talk in their sleep or they're grinding their teeth or they're moving their leg like like a dog running mm. in their in So wait, their sleep. is that too much, sorry? That's too little too paralysis. Little. But then your tissues don't get a chance to heal. You're supposed to be like the perfect amount of paralyzed yeah. so that cells can get in, do the repair, get out. Yeah. But if you're always moving, they can't... They can't do what they need to do. It's like trying to fix a moving engine. They just, they can't get in there. You got to shut it down. Interesting. So I might that look at really your variant. Like, I'm so tired. Okay, let's look at your eye, but maybe it's your vitamin D low. <laughs> maybe like, it's you my know. fucking shitty child that doesn't sleep. <laughs> yeah, I had a, I had a every three hours, two and a half, three hours. Yeah, until she was like two years. That's old. where we're at. That's so, nice. did you have to give yourself a lot of vitamin D because of that? I did. Shit, man. I did. Well, I, I I checked it often, and mm. um, yeah, I use a shit ton of vitamin. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And I do advocate, like, it's individualized. Mm, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. some people don't need a multivitamin, yeah. but some people really do. Mm-hmm. And I was someone who needed a lot of minerals in particular. I was a milkmaid in a previous life. Like, Same. Oh, my God. I could feed a whole fucking city. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> but I could feed a whole city. Never leaked. 
no letdown like what? feeling. I was just like, boom, milk, no problem. Damn girl. Nothing what? in the bra. I know. Never leaked? Like at night, you never leaked? You never are leaked. an enigma. What? Never leaked. So wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. No, we need to stop. We need to hold on for a fucking minute. If I minute. maybe like, like squished it by accident, I might have. But no, like milkmaiden in a previous life. I know. I was leaking all the fucking time. My girlfriend I had to wear same. those stupid goddamn nipple pad things all yeah. fucking day, yeah. all day, every day, even at night. And Wish. when I woke up in the morning, they were like, they yes. were so Hold on. Hold on. So Side oh. note. Side note. Please change your nipple pads often so you don't end yeah, up yeah, yeah, with mastitis. Uh, yeah. Not just yeast mastitis, infection. yeast infection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got mastitis with with Roland. Yeah, because I was just I was leaking like fucking crazy. Yeah. I love the eco ones, but they're they're not good. They're breeding they're all of the yeasty yeah. Yeah. bitches. Have you seen the? It can collect yes. the milk. Yes, those I are have. interesting. Those are really. Fun. I was tempted to buy them before well, Roland I, came. Out. What I what I did with number two because I was worried about. Um, Candida's situations mm. is I just didn't wear breast pads and I just put a towel down. I yeah. put a towel down. I, uh, I leaked. Yeah, I'm just like a mattress and then who cares? Exactly. Right? And well, I, it was my second kid co sleeping, so just, we already had the mattress protected. I thought you no said more. chuck the mattress. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, Sandra, how much fucking money do you have? it and yeah. we're going to roll out our Roku mat and <laughs> whatever they're called. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Shit. So super interesting about iron. Um so if I was here's another like just logistic y question. Okay. So if I was to come and see you, because no I'm gonna do this. I really want to. Um fuck. March yourself to Poplar Street and <laughs> seriously. <laughs> go get your shit fixed. Supported. Yeah. Well at least explore it. Explore yes. your shit. Naturopathic doctors. Hashtag explore your shit. Explore your shit. Oh my god, I'm writing that down right now. (laughs) Do it. Told you, marketing genius over here. Oh my god. Fucking best. Seriously. Okay. She's writing this down. It lights up. It's a weed company. What? I didn't know it lit up. It's a cannabis company. That's the best. Is this a sponsor? Change your life. No, No. but they will be. They will be. Uh, (laughs) She's working it. She's working it, people. Um, So if I was to like, if I was like, oh my God, I want to work with Sandra and I am like suspecting that some of my shit is off. Do I come see you and then you tell me to go get my blood fucked around with? Yeah, it can be. Or it's if you know you've had your blood taken in the last year, Mm -hmm. it's um, you could you know, get your blood work from your GP or just say, can you, you, you know, your GP, can you tell me what's my ferritin? What's this? Um, and then there is, we can access private blood work, Mm -hmm. but it's, you gotta pay for it. Yeah. yeah. So I try not to do that. Mm -hmm. So I should just conveniently go to my family doctor, Uh, get my blood done and then come see you. All right. I'll do that. (laughs) You should, uh, after this, you should let me know some of the things that I should uh, add on there to to check. (laughs) We don't want to like work the system, but we kind of want to work the system. I am 100% okay with uh, working the system. Usually your GP is okay with it. Just a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Well, I haven't had blood done in like forever. Oh, I had babies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's super cool. Thank you. That's really interesting. So, Next question, since we want to segue into microbiome, yeah, how can our hormones affect our vaginal microbiome? Oh, glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a lot of women have probably noticed is when our estrogen is at its highest, mm. it can really encourage the growth of yeast organisms, right? So a lot of women get that kind of 
free period kind of yeasty feeling. Mm. Um, they don't, it might not come to a head of being a yeast infection, but just a little irritated, some itchiness, maybe a little more discharge. And then the period comes and the estrogen kind of releases. Yeah. And even like the menstrual fluid itself, the pH of it kind of inhibits the yeast. Yeah. Um, But certainly high estrogen can encourage yeast. Um, There's a couple of other kind of situations, but in general, it's that. What about really low estrogen? Can that also be an issue for yeast? It can in that if it's stopping the vaginal cells from just secreting, they're just normal cleaning uh you know nothing uh, was getting mucus and secretions. Dry as the dryness yeah you definitely be creating right. kind of a super environment right. yeah because hmm. they can't create that acid well it's like i'm need. not getting i'm not douching and we're going to get into it in a second like my my natural process of yeah. cleanliness is yeah. not happening because i'm not producing yeah anything well and we always have like candida is all over us oh yeah it's a common soul you know organism it's part of our ecology it's supposed to be there Mm. it serves some really interesting functions like even in the gut they find when they're the candida goes up and they actually kind of like look within the colony you might see sequestered like arsenic or tin or aluminum or mercury like so it's like almost like it gobbles it up and is kind of holding it for us Mm. so i don't necessarily want to kill them and bust them open and release all that it's more about discouraging them from growing yes making Mm. it a little more inhospitable not Mm. hostile just inhospitable Mm -hmm. exactly right like you can stay here y'all gotta you gotta go Lita (laughs) (laughs) I love it that's super cool yeah um yeah so I mean I guess we probably should have said like what the fuck is our vaginal microbiome honestly Mm. I had to google it before I came here tonight You, you kept talking about vaginal microbiome I was like okay I probably should figure out what this is before we talk. So I was just like, I have no yeah. fucking idea what you're talking about. And you were just like talking about left, right, and center. I'm just I, like, I was so, Jesus but, Christ, Lizzie. Like, am I so out of the loop here? So, like, no. Is so, this what everyone's talking about nowadays? Vaginal microbiome? Like, what the fuck? Sometimes I forget that I went to holistic nutrition school and I'm super weird about gut stuff and Aww. vagina stuff and like <laughs> all of the things. It's your invisible ecology... <laughs> Just there, there's a constant, we have a layer both our, on our external skin, on our inside, that is bacteria, it's yeast, there's some certain kinds of parasites, there's mm. single cell organisms that are all kind of living together in hopefully harmony. Yeah. Ideally, that's what we right? want. Ideally. Um, and in general, the vaginal microbiome is very similar to the lower half of the bowel microbiome in terms of what's making up the bacteria mm-hmm. because it's just a short trek across the yeah. perineum mm-hmm. and um and then that's what kind of blooms within the the vaginal you know uh, vault it's not sterile at all right so we want to make sure that the population is veering towards friendlies mm-hmm. so yeah. that the bad bacteria there's no place for them to adhere mm-hmm. yeah even if your partner maybe has a couple of uh you know organisms that might cause like a tryptosporidium or anything that could cause like a bacterial vaginosis mm. or they have high amounts of yeast can we talk about how many partners i've had Thank to treat Thank you <laughs> and i'm literally talking to the woman like Okay, you're going to tell him that he's going to coat his scrotum and penis in a very strong yogurt keeper solution. Yes! 
And he's just gonna bag it up and just watch Netflix, and then then he can go wash it off. Like, and, say what? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So anyway, we're gonna get we're gonna, into, we're gonna get into this in a, in a hot minute. <laughs> you need to treat the partner. But anyway, <laughs> if you have yeast, chances are high that your partner is a contributing factor or yeah. is a receiving partner and will give it back to you. Yeah. Yes. So if you're treating, I knew that much. If you're treating your pussy, you better treat the other pussy or or you're just have, gonna have to keep you're gonna <laughs> have to keep being treated. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Especially like, if you're not using barrier protection, yeah. you're definitely being exposed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so essentially our, our vaginal microbiome is like the ecology of, of things yeah. that live yeah. within that we want to keep happy so that we don't end up with chronic yeast infections and yeah. BV. So is this and... something that all women should really know about? Yes. So, I think but, so. But, but, 100%. But, I mean, like, this is a... Okay. So I'm, I'm a newbie. I'm a baby. Sure. Yeah. I have just found out about this. But why is this important to me and how do I... Yeah. How do I... um... I will say there's two reasons that it's very important. Okay. That I see the most. And it's preventing urinary tract infections and preventing yeast infections. So when we have that the majority of the population within the vagina is lactobacillus acidophilus. Mm. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) It's it's what makes yogurt sour. It's our friendly bacteria, right? It's why we... Drink the kefir. Drink, I was like, drink the, the, the culture coconut that I just did. That your culture coconut. Shout out Linda Beers. Hey yeah. um, <laughs> if is, you want to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a perfect sponsor. I know. Okay. <laughs> We're going to put culture coconut all over your partner's penis. Um, for real. For real. For fucking real. What the um, fuck? So if we make sure that the majority of the bacteria are that type of species, they make acid lactic acid mm-hmm. and it keeps the ph at such a level that it inhibits yes. other types of bacteria i.e mm-hmm. like e coli which is what causes the majority of uh, bladder infections yeah. okay so that if those numbers are the majority even if and don't do this but even if you forgot to pee after sex and it introduced say lactic yeah, yeah, the yeah, acidophilus yeah. into your urethra they're not likely to stick. They're not likely to cause an infection. Yeah. It's not as bad as if you the ecology was not balanced and you had a lot of E. coli and that's what's introduced into the urethra during sex and you forget to pee. Instant bladder okay. infection. So, right? question. What do I do every day to make sure that my vaginal <laughs> microbiome <laughs> is healthy and balanced, okay. and Sandra? This what, and this is what I'm excited to get into because yeah. there's so many different ways. So it's like when we're, when we're talking about like... Um, Acidophilus and stuff. That's like you're talking about. Yeah, right. We talked about it. I feel like it did get hot, though. I was also feeling hot. Yeah. So it's like probiotics. This is kind of what we're talking about. So it's like probiotics. Um, a lot of us know that probiotics are important. A lot of us are taking probiotics. A lot of us fucking don't. But wait, but no, 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 wait. A lot of us are taking probiotics, but we don't really fucking understand why we're taking probiotics. Yeah. Um, that's true. Somebody told us that we should do it. It's hot in a magazine. I'm just going to go get myself some probiotics. I'm not going to really pay attention to what's going on. I'm just going to do it. Preventing IBS or more about my poops than anything. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's important for like whole body balance. Not just. So probiotics, all I can think of is yogurt. Yeah. Which Where is else solid, do you get probiotics? Any cultured food. Yes. So I heard you say sour? Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut. That's, that's Kimchi. But okay, only... I eat that shit on the red. Okay, no, but wait. But do you buy it from the refrigerator? 
I buy, yeah, like this. Or the Tetra Pak. Or they buy, yeah. They're refrigerated. I buy kimchi is what I'm talking about. I eat kimchi like every fucking day. Okay. Like, yeah. Because there's, there's a lot of pickled foods that are out there that aren't yeah. a slow pickle. Like, like they're not a, a ferment. A pickle made from vinegar and sugar is not what we're talking exactly. about. Exactly. We're yeah. talking about a slow ferment process. Like a salt which brine. Uses, yeah. Okay, yes. Leave I, it in the air. Leave it in room temperature. Let it go fucking bad. It's bubbling. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what you want. Really appetizing. The, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's it's really miso if it's been unpacked. Yeah, okay. is, is a great source, and then you've got the kefir, like the fermented milks. So um, this stuff will milk. help fight against yeast infections because yeast infection is something yeah. that I yeah. get. Well, and what we've seen really explode in the last three years is companies are formulating vaginal ovules, just yes. like where you would get a canestin ovule. I have. Okay, instead of being Here instead we go. of being an antifungal medicinal <laughs> ovule, it's acidophilus. Yes, that you're now introducing directly into the vaginal yes. walls, that is um, out competing the yeast. Yeah. So instead of just killing them, we're just out competing. Mm-hmm. So it, all of a sudden the pH drops and they all just yes. want to leave. So this this goes in. So it's like there's lots of things that you can do. Um, to encourage a healthy microbiome through what you're doing, through what you're eating. Yeah. Through what mm-hmm. you're not eating. Yeah, totally. Fiber, <laughs> prebiotics, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Resistant starch is helpful. Mm-hmm. Though I can't get into the green banana thing. Oh, I why? Oh, it's a naturopath thing. Ah. <laughs> They're like f- cutting up green bananas and then throwing that in their smoothie because no. it is a great prebiotic. Yeah, it is. Is it really? Because I actually gross. like green bananas, well, guys. See, then you, your microbiome is well, I haven't had a yeast infection in a long time, but like when I was younger, teenagers first started dating my husband, and we were drinking a lot. I just thought I got drinking yeast infections all the time because I drank a lot. Well, like, I binge drink every fucking doesn't weekend. Help. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't help. Doesn't help in any sugar, sort of fucking sugar way. Doesn't help. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that was plus something at I got that a age, lot. your hormones are so crazy. Right? Like if your estrogen was super high. Yeah. And, yeah. So I'm just thinking and back probably then. Probably your yeah. partner. He probably needed to have been treated. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because every time I got one, I was just like, okay, like we can't have sex. Like I don't even want to have sex because it's so uncomfortable. But then I was like, but even just sleeping next to you, like, what if you try to cuddle me? And like, because we always sleep naked. I'm like, what if you just fucking get one? Like, so anyway. (laughs) Which it's it definitely happens. Yeah. But I I I've never had used kind of an antifungal on the partner or even. I would say 99% of yeast infections that come my way, we're able to get it under control with yeah. just And this, this is the other thing that's really interesting. Orly and vaginally. I, uh, yes, thank you. Um, there's a lot of, um, speaking about yeast infections specifically, mm. yeast infections and or BB, there's this kind of like, you get it or you think you have it, you go, you get your over-the-counter and then you go home and you're like, one and done woohoo we're good yeah why might not that my why might that not be the best method and what are the other alternatives so i know some of the really fun alternatives that you <laughs> yeah. do. um please don't I, do the raw garlic clove no. <laughs> i've had too many women get burned well, by that but anyway yeah i know you're not talking about that but no um. there is there is i do have one woman who swears by the the garlic clove yeah but she has like a weird method of like wrapping it yeah. in gauze exactly and like it usually dipping the... it in probiotic too and then putting it in yeah. Yeah. and letting it stay for only a certain number of yeah hours and Makes then sense. taking it out Makes right sense. so not just like woo raw garlic woo no that's how we yeah because that sounds fucked up 
Allison is not fun (laughs) directly on a mucous membrane. Like, let's not do that. Um, But, uh, um, yeah, so if we're kind of overusing canestin or these kind of antifungals, we are now seeing resistant yeast. Yes. It's the same idea of Hmm. why we don't want to overuse antibiotics. Right. So we, we definitely are having women. It's coming back every two weeks you have this resistant population. You're killing off maybe 75% of them, but you're leaving behind that resistant patch that is now growing back. Yeah. So it's going to get worse and worse for her. Like Mm -hmm. what if, um, because yeast is very deadly if it gets in your bloodstream, we don't want that woman now not responding to Diflucan. Right. So it would be much better to just make her inhospitable to yeast versus trying to just kill them. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. as, as cow, my brain goes. Totally makes sense. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Totally makes sense. So what are some of the ways, mm. other than garlic, yeah. that we can make that we can make <laughs> it inhospitable? So we mentioned the yogurt probiotic situation. Yep. Yogurt, the probiotic ovules. Um, so if I'm... Boric acid. That's one of my favorite ones yeah, right now because yeah. it's also good for BV2. Yes, which I'm exactly. Loving. Double. Um, though it's hard to get boric acid tabs here. I had to order them. Um, there is boric acid crystals behind the counter at Shoppers and Lawton's. But you have to kind of like make, to make your own. own. It's a wash and it's really Which I'm like, that seems like way less fun than just ordering them. Yeah, I found a great option on Amazon. Yeah, there really you go. great price. Wise woman? I think. Yeah. I think. Pink label? Could be. Probably. <laughs> We're just like, really? <laughs> <laughs> your favorite yeah um but they were really great so i switched from i kind of went into this this routine of doing like i would use boric acid and then i would do like probiotics for a day perfect yeah leave it and always do internal like eating ingesting probiotics too so i had this kind of mentality of like let's change so the acidity and then let's like recolonize and then we're good hold on a minute i need some clarification here yes Uh you're talking about yogurt I'm talking about you're saying probiotics. Yes. No, I'm saying I'm saying. But hold on. Boric acid. Okay. And let's confirm we're not talking about Activia. We're not talking about crappy. We're not talking about putting. Are you talking about putting yogurt on your vagina or like just ingesting? Actually, in your vagina. In your vagina. Can we clarify this for a second? There's another way. What if the you fuck? Have, if you have your oral probiotics, what I have had people do... You can do, suppository them, too. You can suppository them. Sometimes the gelatin doesn't yeah. break down. So sometimes what I'll get women to do is open the probiotic. You've got the powder. Add enough water oh, to yeah. make a paste. And you can put the paste internally. Yeah. If you feel like it's kind of higher up... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, Then sometimes you could even mix in a, like a small little Ziploc bag. Because I don't like saying douchebag. <laughs> um, but just a small one. <laughs> insert it as far as you can. Like you cut off a and corner the- and then... Yeah, kind of those. You can Do also a wash. you can also buy um, and then the ovules. I was well, yes, yeah. you can buy ovules. So you can yeah. buy kind of like a canestin tab, but it's just probiotics. It's probiotics. There's actually one that you can get. So the just one I have hold in the on. Hold on. Can we go second. back to you putting yogurt up your vagina? Can we go? Like, I is, love that this is new for you because this, this is, is like all new we're to not. Me. This isn't strawberry. <laughs> no. Okay. This is like this is okay. Plain, plain, full fat. Everything. Yeah. It's strong. It's super sour yogurt. Yeah. It's like, like you let you Swedish can put, grandma yogurt. Yes. And that will take care of yes. your yeast infection. Put it in before definitely, yeah. definitely help. <laughs> very well and not only that, if it's a full fat milk yogurt, it's I haven't had someone hydrated. use 
Well, it's very soothing right. to a very irritated mucous membrane. Fuck right? yeah! No, yeast I, I, is I, I'm amazed. I'm just like this is this is all new information to me. It. This is all new information. I so this is this amazing. This is why I love my job. Like, I see this every day. <laughs> I know. I love it. Like I'm thinking about the times when I've had a burning pussy, and like thinking about being yeah. putting yogurt on, and I'm yeah. like, you know what? That actually sounds pretty good. I also tell women about um, slippery elm. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. Which there's actually a tree, and it's there's a public garden. Our public gardens have a slippery elm tree. I didn't know so that. this is a tree that if you take the bark off, it doesn't hurt it. There's a fine powder on the underside of the bark, and when you add water to that, it puffs up almost like melted marshmallow. Yeah. And when you touch that to a mucous membrane, particularly the vulva, it there's an instant. The fire goes out. Yeah. Whoa. Instantly. So I can use that in the interim until the use infection goes. What? Right? Yeah. And there's slippery elm tablets. Like yeah. if your kid has a canker sore, you got a sore throat. It's that idea of like calming a mucous membrane. It's Plants really and fun. trees are, are amazing. Incredible. Why did we stop uh, yeah. using them? I don't Why? know. Why? I don't know. Bring that magic back. Hey. So the other thing with yogurt that you can use is you can actually go buy like one of the Canestin, just the suppository putty in things. That was a really great applicator. Putty in things. Applicator is what I was looking for. <laughs> I knew where you were going. Putty in anything. And you can use those too. Like you can put With your yogurt, yogurt in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is and then awesome. it's really great. But I like using the ovules, which is like a done, ready done thing. The yeah. one that I have has some, it actually has some, some garlic. garlic oil. I was like, it. it has a little yeah. bit of garlic, but it doesn't. I, it's like the last ingredient, not very much. Oh, the thing I warned women though, you put the ovule in kind of at night is wear a pad. Yes, you will seep all of the thing, especially with the boric acid ones. I'm like, yeah, it's literally not the suppository melting. It's the vaginal cells go crazy. Responding. They're like, oh my, and they, they just like, start, there's so much secretions that I'm like, you're going to feel like you peed the bed. hundred, <laughs> just wear it overnight. hundred percent. You yeah. wake up with a little puddle and you're like, oh, what the, oh, but I feel better. I know. You're like, I, I peed the bed, but I am not burning anymore. Absolutely. Um, so you would ask the question of like, what are other things that we can do to like, I did ask that question. Help keep that balanced mm-hmm. microbiome. Why don't we talk about the things that we probably shouldn't do? Douching. <laughs> yeah, please don't douche. It is, it's, though I, luckily I haven't been seeing that as much. It used right? to be a problem, the kind of early 20s and I don't know. Um, or a certain, there was a certain generation that kind of. I think it's a generational the thing. The summer no, fraction. You know, no, no, no. Because no, it is happening a lot. No, what douching is happening a lot right now. Anal douching is happening a lot right now. Okay. That, right. yes. Yeah. I a do lot. hear more about anal douching than vaginal douching. Like, I haven't heard about that since I was in, like, fucking middle school learning about sexual education. They're like, don't you douche. And I was like, what the fuck is yeah. douching? And then that became our tr- our word right. to, like, call our friends. You fucking douche. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right? It's the derogatory right. of it. Right? And it, it's just, it just, it can totally both wash away good bacteria but you're also interrupting the ph is is the big problem yeah to encourage yeast growth have you heard actually rosie reese she sells this it's called the series stick have you heard about this yes i have it's the stick it's secret series it's from it's an asian tradition 
Um, it's made up of a different, it's white. It's made of like different herbs and clay mostly. I think it's mostly bentonite clay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and then you use it where you like moisten it. You, you moisten put it, it in. You put it in for like five, I ten seconds yeah. and take it out. And then you out. take it out. It hardens. It creates this tightening. Um, and I think they use it, like, I don't know women are using it. it for, um, uh, tightening. They want to tighten. They want to tighten their vagina, their vulva after giving birth. And so they're feeling like they're not wide vulva, open then they're wanting to tighten it. Yeah. And so I, I, I'm not interested in buying one, but I was just like, this does not sound okay. And judging by your face, this is not okay. I am not cool. Though, I mean, I love bentonite clay and yeah, I've yeah, used yeah. it in a lot of applications, usually topically, but I would not put it, I, I would want to see what herbs are in there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. if something yeah. is tightening, it tells to me that it's dehydrating. Well, that's my right? thought. It's the worst thing to do to a mucous membrane. Right. It is supposed to be wet. Right. I'm trying to channel it. It's supposed to be wet. <laughs> wet. You like it wet. I'm going to see if I can bring it up here. There's, can... a, there's a few different companies that sell them. Um, have not heard of this. So you said it's, it's did you say Korean or Asian? I don't know if it's Korean or Japanese or what. I can't remember. Um, yeah. but it's one of those things that's like been around forever and is coming yeah. back, but I'm a little bit like, like the skin oh. whitening powders and things like that. Like yeah. it's kind of, in, seems like it's in that realm. I that think cosmetic, is. but maybe not but for me. It's, and... For me, it's this, like, why are we having, why are we encouraging it says it's for vaginal tightening. Why yeah. are we encouraging women to try and tighten their vaginas? Right? Like, there's nothing wrong this with This is just glam, glam, uh, glorification of maidenhood. This yeah. is what it is. Again, glorification of it and women thinking that their vaginas have to be fucking tight. And it's absurd to me. Do not insert anything else into the vagina for at least five days afterward. Right? Using the stories once. So that tells me so right So it's going to irritate the shit out of your yeah. vagina. Yeah. No, please don't do this. I that's to me. It also feels like a hard no. Mm -hmm. The secret it's also to, like to be more pleasurable for you and your that is not true. Pelvic floor physio will do more than that will do. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pelvic floor physio is the best. Mm -hmm. You're rejuvenating a dry vagina, dealing with an infected vagina. These are these are all the things that it's, apparently it's good for. And how to use for it? Three hundred dollars. Just put some fucking right? yogurt in your pussy. Call it a day. <laughs> right. <laughs> Meditate. What is it made of? Meditate. What is Secret Series made of? Pomegranate, dripstones, kaolin. Each of the Kaolin's ingredients is clay. Clay. Yeah. Uh, Each of the ingredients of Secret Series has beneficial properties to regenerate and nourish your vagina and contain anti-inflammatory properties while promoting your sexual desire. These gifts of nature have well, the potential. Well, after five days, yeah, I'm going to be yeah. sexually <laughs> oh fucking God. ready to go. But right? Yeah. No. No. Dehydrating a mucous membrane is not going to bring desire. No, it's going to bring no. irritation. This is what makes me angry. These gifts of nature have the potential to keep your vagina clean, fresh, fuck off, smooth, fuck off, and, wait, 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 wait. and visually appealing to your man. <gasps> visually appealing to your man. Is that on Yoni Pleasure Palace? That is on Yoni Pleasure want, Palace. I, we should write her. Because I, I am actually her. very angry right? about this right so, now. That's wow. fucked because there's nothing wrong with your vagina. Your vagina is amazing. But if where they're saying they're putting it, like makes there's nothing to see until right? it's over. Like you know, right. what I mean? like, there's just, nothing to see you're, until you're not, like, whoa, let's until go. Until you're yeah, like I uh, wish you guys could see the. Visual. I'm sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm me like, like we're like birthing your face. <laughs> 
You're gonna eat some pussy, apparently. <laughs> no, I am. Fl- I have not heard that one. That's it. Got me there. I've seen quite a few of them, not just on that website, but I've seen quite but a few of them floating like, around. But I feel like that that goes into like the whole vaginal douching bullshit, where it's like right? your vagina does not need to be cleaned. Your vagina is a brilliant self-cleaning mm-hmm. organism, mechanical thing, with mechanical pretty thing. Pretty much anything. Talk. But seriously, yeah. yeah. Like the more juiciness and discharge and flow that we've got Better. going on the more it's cleaning itself for you exactly right exactly it's incredible and it's like you're not we're not dirty we're not no. dirty we are not dirty i worry more about women who don't have to change their underwear every day than the right? ones who do i was right? well this is i went from like the snail yeah. trail to like ghost town and right. i was like what yeah um, didn't feel good. Didn't feel didn't balanced. Didn't feel and, good. Yeah, didn't yeah, feel yeah. right. Was like, I miss my snail trail. I now appreciate yeah, my Yeah, discharge ladies is completely fucking normal and healthy. So much more. Yeah. 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 And important to keep an eye on and just like really understand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Touch know, it. Is there Touch cervical it. mucus? Get into is it, it. Yeah. Be interested. Is it milky? Does it dry right, right. away? Is it the right. stretchy? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Connects you to your cycle really. Some of the yeah. other things that might throw us off. Uh, we kind of briefly touched on diet. So what you're eating has an impact on your microbiome. Yeah, definitely. Uh, douching, sticking clay up your vagina. Yeah, that's going to have an fuck, effect. Yeah. Uh, panties, the panties that you wear and or don't wear. So mm-hmm. things that are trapping moisture, yeah. not ideal. The synthetic fibers, Right? So like yeah. lace panties are great and all for like a few hours with your man. Totally. Don't go to work with lace panties on. Mm-hmm. No. Like, and even, can we talk about that pubic hair has a function? Yes! Thank yeah, you! Yeah. I, I, once the prescription was, you need to let your pubic hair grow back, because this poor woman was on her feet. She was a server. She was just dealing constantly with, her, her Volvo was so irritated and yeah. red, and and just in infected it was it was an external yeast infection and it's because her the hair wasn't there to kind of buffer her from her underwear and from everything and just to trap in the good bugs so it was just it was just so irritating well i've always found every time like in the past i don't shave anymore but in the past when i did shave um afterwards it was always so much more irritating and like i remember we had a conversation about the discharge that i would have would then just go (laughs) all over my vagina like this fucking is everywhere, and right. the, and uh, I much prefer I much prefer having pubic hair now. Like I just trim it, and I'm good to go. You're ladyscaping, and then you're yes. good, right? Little ladies, yeah. little ladyscaping. So I got on a tangent. You were talking. I was talking about panties. Panties, yes. Panties. So we want panties. Something that we breathes. want. Cotton. Cotton is great. Cotton. Yeah. I've like cotton moved into great. this weird like loving white cotton panties like mm-hmm. bikini style cotton panties and i just run around with just my cotton panties all day and i feel pack, yeah. and i feel sexy as fuck though Hell and yeah. i never thought in my life mm-hmm. that i would think cotton panties are fucking sexy mm. cotton panties my man's shirt and i'm good to go fucking a right yeah oh mm-hmm. but yeah cotton panties cotton's great uh don't hang out in your lulus all day <laughs> not great. Your Lululemons. Definitely not, especially if you've already worked out in them. Exactly. So yeah. changing, changing post-swimming, changing It's post. about breathing, because you just, because mm-hmm. wet lycra just doesn't breathe. Nope. So that's, that's the problem. Nope. Yeah. Um, they say it does, but it doesn't. But it doesn't. Yeah. Not in your crotch region, for sure. Not in your crotch region. Not, not enough no. to yeah. keep it optimal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Are there any other things that can totally throw us off? Um... 
vagina microbiome. Well, in in like if you're not sleeping, yeah. if your nutritional status isn't the greatest, anything that affects your immune system can affect your microbiome. Yeah, because you need the think of your immune system as kind of the um, uh, the zookeepers yes. of your zoo that you have there. Like they're just like get back, like you know, just like <laughs> no, you're you're growing a little too much, like. So they, they keep a little bit of the balance there. So I think if, it's the best analogy I've ever heard for the immune system. The zookeepers of your zoo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all like shingles is. Is oh. your immune system like, we've been keeping these at bay for 25 years and here it comes I, raging this, you know, um, I had that. chicken that pox horrible. virus. Oh, yeah. I got is a, that during pregnancy? Or? Uh, no, I got a vaccine and I had it the next day. And it was after, it was while planning my wedding in the span of three months and finishing my holistic nutrition degree in the same Ooh. time. And it was, I was like, I got the vaccine. The next day it cropped up and I went back to my doctor and I was like, oh, could this be because I just did this? And they're like, no, not at all. And I'm like, but it's something that taxes my immune system and my immune system was tanked already. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Dear. <laughs> Maybe? Oh, that Maybe? was some bad timing. Oh, it was so shitty. It was oh, so man. shitty. Okay. It was so shitty. Mm-hmm. I was very high for like a month and a half because I was like, this is the only thing I can do. That was not good. I took I took the, um, what did they give you for that again? The antiviral. Nope. No? They didn't give me the antiviral. The... They gave me some nerve medication, nerve blocking medication. And I, yeah, I took for the it, pain. Yeah. I took it for a day and then I was like, I'm not taking this because then I read, may cause seizures when you come off of it. And I was like, no, that's a hard no. Jesus. <laughs> going to be a hard no. The lady with the heart condition. Wow. Right? <laughs> I was wow. like, do we look at medical history before we prescribe things? Oh, dear. Maybe? No? I just wanted you out of pain. Lyrica. Lyrica. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, no, I don't recommend shingles. Which is being given. It was on my groin too. Yeah. Yeah, I had it right like middle of my vagina over on the left side. Oh. Worst. Little more rare. Worst. Worst place to have it. Wow. Yeah, I could see that. That's not into it. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Took a month off work. I was like, no, can't wait. I was at Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, raw nerve. I was like, raw nerve in my veg. Can't handle it. Yeah, nope. It's not fun. Um, yeah. Fuck. What else did the ladies in the forum want to know Oh my god, we have about? so many. Oh, well, the last one is actually more for us. It was one of the things that you wrote. Oh yeah. Uh, in what you wanted to talk about. And I was like, oh my god. Oh, I'm forgetting I absolutely. <laughs> um, It's a good one. Orgasm for pelvic health. Yes. Can we please get into this? Mm-hmm. Because this is something, so, so both Sarah and I are dealing with prolapse. I'm right very now. recent, last couple of weeks. Oh God, I'm it's sorry. Fun. It's yeah. okay, well. but it's not, I uh my prolapse gifted me the power of squirting, so I'm not that mad about oh, it. Oh, dude, did you? I have something to tell you later. I didn't, but I something I have something to, to tell, tell you, you later. later. Oh. So yeah, gift of prolapse. It ain't all that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, momgasm. Yeah, new outlook on prolapse. <laughs> We're reframing prolapse. Yes. Yes, but, we are. Well, it's like, because I have, I have a, uh, <laughs> a cystocell, so it's like my bladder is slightly, so it's pushing my G-spot a little closer to me, which I'm like, that's not a bad problem. A little more pressure. One more pressure is good. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm making the best out of it. Mm-hmm. We'll put it that way. Yeah. But mm-hmm. also, like, orgasm, I know, is one of those things that can actually help with exactly. prolapse. Prolapse, it can help... Um, 
uh, if someone, even just like uh, period pain, a lot of women know mm. about orgasm helping period pain, but what about preventing it? <gasps> if you think of the uterus, whether you've had a baby or not, and when we're menstruating, there is a rhythmic contraction. It's similar mm-hmm. to when we're yeah. birthing, but at one uh, one thousandth of yeah. the strength. Mm-hmm. But some women really feel that, especially if the muscle isn't coordinated. Mm-hmm. It's not working in the coordinated fashion. Or if it's having little micro spasms. If yeah. you're getting you're literally getting a cramp in a muscle mm-hmm. that's trying to work. So it's like a Charlie horse. Like a Charlie uterus. horse in your uterus is sometimes what period pains are, particularly if they're stay right in the front. I've had that before where it's like <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then even that that spasm can be irritating the nerves that run by it. So that's the women who get like vulvar pain yeah. or that dragging sensation, things like Shit. that. But if um, but regular orgasms because it creates that rhythmic contractions within the uterus and the um, mm-hmm. the cervix itself. You have me just like all I want to say is clitoris right now. But the cervix, <laughs> you're you're exercising the muscle and you're making yeah. the muscle is getting rid of lactic acid. It's bringing in more nutrition. You're increasing circulation. Mm. You're increasing lymphatic flow. So we're gonna get less kind of. Just congestion and pressure mm-hmm. within the pelvic floor, um, pelvic floor, and then the whole pelvic um, organ space. Because you, it's a really crowded space. You've got the yeah. bladder, mm-hmm. you've got every nerve, you've got the ovaries, you've got the uterus, you've got your bowels. Right, everything's right there. Going so on if we can there. rhythmically kind of massage everything, which orgasm is the best to do that. Um, really hard to do externally. Like you'd have to throw yourself against the side of the couch or something. Or have somebody do it for you. Or have somebody do it for you. There are, there are some amazing, um, shout out to the osteopaths. Osteopaths. (laughs) And also there's some really great, um, people that do, fuck, it's totally escaping my mind. Um, it's abdominal massage. It's mine abdominal massage. Um, Priya does it. I was going to say Priya does it. Yeah. Um, I was going to go see her for it and then she broke her arm. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right? right. Yeah, Lois um, Hare in the Valley does it. And there's someone else uh, um, on Quimpool, I think. It's not Cassandra Connolly. NSAND for a full list. NSAND.ca for a full list of, full list of <laughs> doctors yes. in Nova Scotia. But um, I can get you that name. Please do. Uh, I know another one of our members now does it. Yes. Yeah. So, But it's like, and that's like you're right. the yeah. other Similar way idea. to like... Bring circulation, get yes. the lymphatic congestion out. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> prolapse. Need to go see that. Exactly. So it's done. we all need to be having more orgasms. Totally. More orgasms. Totally. For our pelvic health. Yeah. Also, just just in health, general, but health. for pelvic. Yes. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, and I'm like a believer in the orgasm. I'm believer in like, yeah. but it's like, but not a lot of so not to put the pressure. In. No, this no, is what no, I'm no, going to no, say. No. This is yeah. what I'm going to say. My I Lindsay knows my history. Listeners probably know a little bit of the history, but for most of my life, uh, orgasm, sex, sex almost became a phobia to me mm. um, in my early 20s, and that was something I, I had to overcome. So orgasms, that wasn't really on my radar. That didn't really matter to me. I didn't really fucking care. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I became mm-hmm. a new mom uh, to Henry. I really didn't fucking care about orgasms. It was like, I was more so having sex for my husband's pleasure, for relieving him, for being like, yeah, it's been a while. I probably should. So many of us do. So many of us do. So I have totally rewired my brain in the last eight months in just the idea, ideology of thinking of orgasms for my health, Mm. for my betterment, not just for pleasure, but for overall health. Like I, sexual energy is one of the most powerful energies humans 
can can feel. It's like mm-hmm. electric energy. You can you can use it. It's potent. So if sexual energy has the ability to create lives, sexual energy can greatly affect so many different parts of our body, mm-hmm. our psyche, our physical health. So when I have days where I'm like, God damn, this has been a rough day. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, like I'm so stressed. I'm burnt. I'm this, I'm that, and the other. I'm like, I'm thinking of all these things I could do. Oh, I could go have a toke. I could go have a bath. I could go zone out. And then I think, I could have an orgasm. And I know afterwards, I'm going to feel really fucking good. (laughs) And tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to feel really fucking good. Right? And so it's just just rewiring that part of your brain. Mm -hmm. And so not only thinking about that for mental health, but for your actual physical body, your pelvic floor yeah. health. I mean, especially now where I have a prolapse. Yeah, I'm really on the orgasm train. I'm like, girl, right. let's exactly. get this. Exactly. Like, if I can't, if my husband ain't here to do it, I'm fucking doing it. Like, right? It's sometimes easier alone. Right? Right? 100%. Right? Yeah. Yes, it is. And there's actually, no shame well, in it. Well, there's actually, no shame. we just posted that video. I just posted that video the other day talking about why it's often easier alone. And, like, for, for the majority of sex positions, like the penis isn't even going anywhere near our internal yeah. foot, yeah. our G-spot. Yeah. Like or a lot of women, it's the nerves get distracted. Yes. Yeah. If there's penile penetration, the nerves are short-circuiting what the clitoral nerves are trying to do. So it is actually easier if it's just like, let's just focus here, whether I'm alone or not. Yes. And then we'll add in that maybe later. But it's, right? it's, it is a lot of women tell me about getting, it's like it's distracting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're there's a concentration that has to happen yes. as a just focus. Let's just, you know, um, really let the nerves kind of build mm. and get to where they need to go. And we can't be moving things around and like start over. And you know, that's the oh, problem I hear from a lot of women. There's though, I don't know. I was say there's nothing worse than like having to stop and then start again. Right. That's why I think, I think my secret sauce approach when like we got interrupted during mm-hmm. my big squirting session, mm-hmm. uh, which if you have not listened to the den yet, it's in there for you. Um, More incentive. Was that I, I kept clitoral stimulation. Yeah. Like he, we had, yeah. we were interrupted mid mm-hmm. sex fest. Mm-hmm. We had a baby on the floor playing and then, my oh, my four year old, I have a four year old. My happy my, birthday, <laughs> happy birthday, happy day, birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but my four year old was like just resisting her nap, and and we, he had to stop and go in and be like, "You gotta settle down." So we were like good twenty five minutes in at this point, mm-hmm. and I he like left, and I was like, I'm "Gotta just keep gonna it going." Stroke. I'm just gonna stroke for a little bit, but normally I would have stopped, and then he'd come back and be like, "Nah, missed your window." Yeah, the yeah. window but has closed. I'm really glad I kept that fucking window. Keep open. it warm. Yeah, keep it primed. Makes sense. Yeah, makes a lot great. of sense. Yeah, oh, that's great. Man, I feel like we could talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk right? about fucking everything. Right? Literally, <laughs> yeah. fucking everything. You gotta come back, Sandra. You gotta come back. Well, you're gonna <laughs> be in the temple. You are. I was gonna yes. say you're in the neighborhood, and also you're gonna get your buns in the den. Yes. Uh, yes. speaking of the den, if you're not in there, you highly need to get your buns in there, uh, because awesome peeps like Sandra are going to be in there Fucking sharing egg. the good pussy word, <laughs> the good pussy word, <laughs> the gospel, the pussy gospel. <laughs> I'm going to practice. 
But thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming. Is there anything that you wanted to share before we wrap things up? Probably just reiterate. We talked before, before we were recording, like women are tribal creatures. Mm-hmm. You need each other. Reach out. If you're feeling something or experiencing something, I guarantee you someone, if you ask them, they've also yeah. experienced it. Yeah. Exactly. Or they're going through it or they know a girlfriend that did go through it. Yeah. You're meant to share. Women are meant to share and we need the talking and, and being together. So the den is a wicked thing that you're right. doing. Yeah. Right. It's so a. needed. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, also, where can we find you? So if there are people local to us that want to get their buns in to yeah. go see you, whether it's pussy goodness or anything else <laughs> that they need a little naturopathic doctor support around, where can we find you? I used to be just the IBS doctor, but this is more exciting. <laughs> Um, well, easy, super easy to find me on Instagram because I'm at Halifax Naturopathic Doctor, so which is awesome. pretty easy to remember. Um, online at sandramurphynd.com. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Thank you so much for being here and coming and chatting and sharing your knowledge and your awesomeness. <laughs> it's super fucking appreciated. Well, thank you. Very much so. Yeah. And uh, we will we will see more of you, I'm sure. Or hear more of you. Well, fuck it. <laughs> Come stalk me. Yes! <laughs>